Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome new and old viewers to the Bakery Podcast. If this is your first time viewing or listening, let me give you some intel. And no, before you ask, we are not making bread. The Bakery is a show in which I invite some of the biggest personalities, ranging from players, coaches, managers and content creators, to talk their career, their life, their interests and more. The intent is to give you, the listener, the opportunity to have some insight into what the ever-changing ecosystem of esports really entails. If you like competitive gaming, I promise you're going to like it here. Now, if you prefer to catch your podcast on the go, search The Bakery Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and hit the follow button to never miss an upload. Without further ado, let's get into today's show. Yo guys, welcome back to The Bakery Podcast. It's been a while. It's been about, um, well, I think about three, four weeks, you know, I can't even lie. It's been a while, you know, I actually haven't done my yeah. throat, like, ages. And everyone that's been asking me, like, in DMs and that, you, like, like, loads of you in my DMs, like, yo, where's the podcast? What's going on? Like, all you need to understand, yeah, don't forget, majority of this podcast is, like, Call of Duty esports-based, yeah? And we've just gone through champs. So, like, everyone was busy. Like, it was impossible to get hold of anyone. Like, and don't get me wrong, that's why, like, this week, obviously, I know where I've got, like, four four podcasts coming up. Um. But like through champs and through the prep and run up to champs, it was so hard to be able to secure any guests just because people have got so much going on. Do you know what I mean? These guys were screaming two, three sets a day. How many yeah. were you screaming? Were you screaming two, three sets a um, day? Yeah, it was like two to three, usually three sets if you could, and then some VOD or F&D after. So it's like, it was turned into like 10 hour days minimum, Fuck like towards yeah. champs. So it was like, it was getting a bit, it was getting really, it was getting really busy. Yeah, I can imagine. So I mean, man, like, and a lot of people just like, oh, no, he stopped doing them. I was like, no, I've not stopped. I ain't stopped. Trust me, I want to do them. It's just that literally I have to, you know, you guys are my guests and I need to work around my guests. So if you guys are busy, yeah. what can I do? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> it's off-season, you've got plenty. <laughs> no, that's it now. It's off-season. Plenty so. yeah. Off-season yeah, green. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fuck me. <laughs> off-season. Talk about off-season, bro. It's a long one, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want some? Off- yeah, man. It's crazy. Season, like, there you go. Is it, is it, is it three months to release? Is isn't it? Yeah, it's November releasing it for COD. November. Okay. Yeah. And then but the, but like obviously with that release, the inaugural season won't start until like February, March, will it, surely? Um, I mean I think this year started in January, didn't it? It started yeah. late in the new year. I'm pretty January, sure probably, yeah. I'm assuming they'll probably just wait until like the twenty twenty one and I'm assuming. Yeah, because it wasn't I actually don't I actually don't know to be honest, but Minnesota was January, yeah. Minnesota, the first event in Minnesota. Yeah, was I'm pretty January. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was January. Yeah, it was. So, and COD released in October, didn't it? First week of October, or second week of October, yeah? Yeah, MW. yeah, it was. It was early October, yeah, yeah. They switched, yeah, they switched, like, but yeah, it was October. Yeah, right, yeah. It was so early, thinking, yeah, like three months of the first event, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking first event this year, it's probably going to be looking like February time, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell. I mean, if you're going off, like, taking COVID into, like, in consideration and stuff, then yeah, yeah probably. I can see well, why they again, it. actually, if, I mean, is it confirmed that next, is next year going to be online again? I, I don't think I've confirmed it. I, we've not been told. I don't think. I don't think it. Well, I mean, I, I imagine it would be at the start. Surely, like by January, there won't be. It won't be like done. Like COVID, it would still be like you can't mm. get fucking thousands of people in a. Yeah. In a, you mean, like watch COD? Like, I doubt that's going to happen that early. But yeah, I feel yeah. I'd assume so. Like they've they've kind of built up the whole all the online servers and stuff like over the last six months and made yeah. them pretty good. Like because it got to the point where we were pretty much playing online. It was it yeah. was getting pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, so I imagine they wouldn't just throw that all in the bin like straight away. 
did champs feel pretty good then in terms of online? Like, did you did you yeah. feel did you feel hindered at all? Did it all feel pretty smooth? It was pretty smooth for us. It's like, but it's um, we were from, we were in North Carolina, so yeah. we were pretty like um, in a good spot. So against West Coast teams, we'd play Texas. Against any East Coast teams, there's like eight East Coast servers. So, so like all, we're always on like twenty thirty to like forty ping. Yeah, usually. Yeah. But like it's pretty good, and it's. I didn't have much. We didn't have much complaints, but obviously I know a lot of other people who were in like so like Minnesota, for example. They were in like up north, and they, they didn't even have fiber and stuff like that. So like they, were, I know oh, they were struggling. No. Yeah, no, I know they were struggling with like um, and I'm not in that, but um, we're in a pretty good spot, so I don't even have much complaints. I reckon yeah, it's just, yeah. those teams just need to get in a better, like, a better place for it. Like, and that would yeah. be sweet. Just there's yeah. too many people. There's too many franchises. Just like they just obviously just stick to. You've got to stay in Minnesota. You've got to stay in yeah. LA. Like, yeah. If everyone was just like Central East Coast, the, the online league would be it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be so easy. That's the issue with Ravens, and it was London Ball Ravens. Like everyone was so confused when the first, the roster was announced to be in North Carolina. And everyone was like, "What? Yeah. Like it's London Ball Ravens?" And they were all like, they were all like in NC. Everyone was well confused, but obviously, I, I was mean, confused myself. <laughs> yeah, to have you guys out here would be like completely hindered. Yeah, because you guys would be playing every series on what 100, 140 ping. Yeah, mate, so it'd be dreadful. Imagine that. I know, imagine yeah. that up in fucking online from UK. I know, can't imagine. Rab's just said in the chat as well, and Heavens has about um, possibility of land next season. Apparently, ESPN have done an article saying they plan to the next season on land. I reckon, like Heavens has just said, I think it would work if they did it as just land and pl- land for players and broadcast it to people online, just so yeah. it's a level playing field for you guys. You know what I mean? Even if that you you know you couldn't have viewers. Um, I look. I dread to think just how much money the COD League as a whole has probably lost this year, do you know what I mean, with with that whole move to online because I know there was record viewership. I know there was. There was yeah. always going to be record viewership though, do you know what I mean? Just because yeah, every, every yeah. year these personalities are getting bigger um, and ultimately the viewership was always going to be bigger and COD's growing, especially with the success of Warzone this year and obviously the way they're trying to bring the comp, yeah, you know, comp across the Warzone and use that, use that audience from Warzone to comp. It was always going to be a big viewership but I just think, like, when you look at individual sales so like for example like when i looked to london in february because I, I went to the february event um for london yeah, yeah. and like looking at just like jersey sales stuff like that, i mean like having the jersey standing there the scuff stand like there must be so much additional sales that come from having an open land event for people and i can't imagine how much money the cod leagues last this year just to be all being online um especially because you pay these personalities to do these things in venues sure, and different yeah. things you know what i mean they do, and yeah. instead it's all been done for a camera online um, I suppose the, the platform's actually not too different, really, but I just I, I can't see a way where they haven't lost a shitload of money. But yeah, first thing I want to tap into, bro, is champs. So top four, top four, baby. That's not bad, do you know what I mean, Shawnee boy? That's not bad. I mean, we weren't like, well, like you said, like the last, the, the, most, the most recent event before that, we played, um, I think it was like Paris. I get our last game before champs. Leading into champs, we had a month break and we just lost to Paris 6 yeah. 5 last map to mm-hmm. get a win, to get in the final. Like I just that month, literally them beating us is the only reason that happened. That we we got better. Yeah. The only reason, because um, if we won that game and went to the final, whatever happened happened. But um, I think we would have been more content yeah. losing six five to Paris after like dominating them for fucking like five maps. But we still lost. It was just like we need we need to fix up pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like that, like I said when I said to you, that month was like, like I just I didn't stop playing the game. I just didn't stop. I was like, I'm not. That's not happening again. I can't be losing. No disrespect, no disrespect to Paris, but like we were a better team. It's just yeah. facts. We yeah. were clearly a better team. Yeah. And um, yeah, going into champs, like I said, we just put in, we just put in the fucking effort, man. Yeah. Were you happy with replacement? You happy with top four? Um, I, I'm not saying I'm happy. I'm not happy with it. But um, from the te- from the way the team was like, in practice and stuff, like it wasn't um, 
they weren't looking amazing. Like so, like throughout the year, we've had times when practice we've looked like a top tier team. Yeah. But leading up to champs, like, it was about fifty fifty. Some days would be like smoking phase, and some days they're, they're absolutely smoking. They're just smoking us the next day. Like for so it was like about fifty fifty, and it was just um obviously when we had the first game against Toronto, we were preparing for month like a month to beat Toronto. Yeah. And then obviously Trey got booted offline. So honestly, that's the biggest talking point for me. Just I'm really surprised how we bounced back. Yeah. Like, not, not obviously it doesn't. It sounds bad saying surprise, but I mean, going from the most recent game to that Paris game to grinding for a month to Trey getting booted offline in the first match to then waiting, uh, we had to wait another day and then we played Paris again. And it, that was like our nemesis. Paris is like our nemesis. Yeah. And we just and it was a first loser bracket game at champs and we just got booted offline. So that's honestly for me, man. Like I wasn't happy with the top four, but. Like considering everything that happened before, I would I would take it yeah. because the, getting we lost a one a bracket chance getting booted offline. So I mean, we we, we went there like fucking champs pretty much starting and losers like Optic and Seattle and that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Would you have taken that result at the start of the year? Oh yeah, because I was an amateur scene. <laughs> I was playing the am circuit, so hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, if you said to me when I was playing back then, like December time, playing with it. Uh, academy team and said that if you join the main team go top four I'd be like yeah well, of course I'd take that yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean yeah I just I think I mean regardless mate from a from a fan point of view and just as a general viewer I think it's a fucking great achievement I think like to watch like I mean ultimately to watch UK COD rep the way it has and to place that top four like, that's huge man do you know what I mean like you're, yeah. that, you're also you're all up there with the biggest names in COD at the end of the day and that, that can't be taken away from anyone and I think top four was massive because I I was Obviously, like naturally, support yeah, support Ravens. But from a realistic point yeah, of view, I'm looking and I'm thinking, "Fuck!" Like this is looking rough. Do you know what I mean? Um, but to see a top four point? finish, I thought, like, so that opening game against Toronto, yeah. when when Trey lagged there, I was like, "Nah, it's done." Yeah, it's yeah that's all I could think. That's all I could think was it's fucking done. I think everyone thought that. I think everyone but us. I know, no joke. I think everyone yeah. but me. Scraps, Wiskin, and Dylan in that game, we went hard in that 4v5. We went dumb hard because Trey lagged out for like a whole hell, but he was still in the game. Yeah. But the whole P2, he was out, and we opened 4v5. We held it, and then we broke P3. We were literally going dumb hard, and we, we had a chance. We had a slight chance of winning 4v5, and we just, yeah, of course it's 4v5, and then yeah. we went, but yeah, we just went dumb hard and just, like just kind of let gases up a little bit for the next game. Yeah. Like, Everyone like going hard, like knowing for four v five and stuff. I touched on that a few times in like, other interviews. I just think that is a big like kick up the arse. Like everyone just yeah. like started going in that four v five. We stepped up even further. Like yeah. I stepped up a little bit, and then everyone just realised that we could like this is our last chance. We've got to do something. Yeah, you personally, then, you yeah. you won me like one hundred and sixty five quid on the. Uh... <laughs> on the um on the Ramaza, so mate, I was well happy. Do you know like, <laughs> when you put in the like... shift? When you put in the shift against the <laughs> York, mate, I had like I had like I think it was forty five quid on that map, and it come back at like hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I had forty five quid on that map, and that come in. So that was good. I was loving that. Bro. Got you, man. Loving it. That's why I tweeted just straight away. I DM just straight away. I was like, "You're a fucking animal." <laughs> I was so gassed. So obviously, I know there's there's going to be select parts that you can talk about here, bits and bobs that you're probably going to have to like air over or skim. So four v four, yeah, we know four v four is coming next year. Um, there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of FA announcements. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of people saying this. A lot of people saying that. Um, Apparently today's the deadline. I got this from Rab's video earlier. Today's the deadline for franchise teams to confirm who's going to be staying with them. Um, can you shed any yeah. light on that? Um, I don't know if that's 
That's the thing. I'm not sure if it's public knowledge. So I don't want to go too in depth with it. Right, I don't. Okay. Like, honestly, I've not. I've not seen yeah, it yeah. being announced. Honestly, if someone in the chat can like confirm it, I would. Then obviously, yeah, it's, I could talk about it. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure like uh, they, they don't need to do anything like publicly. They don't need to say that they're signing anyone. Yeah. I just think like behind the scenes, like if I'm pretty sure on the next like week is, uh, I after the 14th, I think is when I think I've, I think I've seen people tweet that out. After the 14th, you pretty much can be a free agent. Right. If you're okay. not re-signed. So okay. by then, honestly, by the fourteenth, I reckon that's when Twitter blows up, <laughs> like Philly, and everyone's yeah, just like, yeah. and everyone's like, everyone who's signed is signed, and obviously the rest is free agents, and then every, it's just going to be, it's going to be a bit mental in that day. To be fair, everyone should yeah. be tweeting out like, because that's when you're allowed. I'm pretty sure that's when you're allowed to do all that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've seen like Wu's been making some comments on stream and tweeting some stuff, um, and you know, Wu said that uh, we said on on stream. That he but didn't he, he said something he replied to someone saying yeah pretty much the whole roster has been dropped, um, but then you know you've seen response tweets from Scrap saying well actually yeah. it's just more of a contract negotiation and it's up to us whether you say yes or no, um, and I think that's where a lot of the confusions coming from obviously is because nobody knows where to go or what to what to take as as gospel, um, I'm assuming you can't really say anything on that either can you? Uh, I'd I could say like, uh, uh Matt Matty kind of cleared up Matty made. Like, Matty was was pretty much on it. Like he was, he cle- he cleared it up. Brad, Brad obviously tweeted out um, for whatever reason he tweeted out. Um, I haven't really spoken to him about it, but um, Matty pretty much cleared it up. So I think I think everyone, if they went off Matty's tweets, would would understand yeah, right, what's going okay. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. To be fair, uh, like when I said I'm going to watch Rab's video, he pretty much he said the same thing. Is that he does seem that what Matty's saying seems to be the realistic option is that it's a contract negotiation yeah. and ultimately it's going to be a decision between yourselves. Um, I mean, moving on to 4v4, apparently franchises have known for some time that 4v4 would be confirmed competitive team size for Cold War and for the second year of franchising. Were you as players aware as well? Um, I mean, it's like there's always rumours, isn't there? There's mm. always rumours. So, like, I think for me, like, I'm not a part of the the, the higher, like, talking to like people about next year and stuff like that. I'm just, like, I was just playing this year. So, like, um... But I just heard a lot. Everyone just hears rumors. We just we took the rumors and we assumed it was they came from somewhere. Like they yeah. had to be true. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. Like when we when we heard that it might be happening, I was just like, All right, okay, it's probably going to be happening. A rumor like that doesn't spread across the whole scene without actually coming from like, a credible source. Yeah. So I was just, so like I mean we, I don't think we were officially told, or I, may, I honestly could have missed that. But um, I don't think we were officially told that before. I think we were just like hinted. It was kind of like just hinted, weirdly enough. It was just rumours and stuff. But um didn't really apply much to the players. Like I said, it's more like the franchises in it. It's like, even though we... Like I said, 20% of people are going to lose lose out in this 4v4 like, transition. But um yeah. like it wasn't really... still not really... You don't need to know that. Yeah, Next yeah. year, it's, we just need to know like, at some point the franchises either they make a decision to keep you or not. It doesn't matter if it's 4v5 or 5v5 or two subs, one sub. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's probably why they didn't like go in too much depth with us. Obviously, building rosters is a big thing. I get that. Obviously, but again, that, that is also down to the franchises. Like, it's not, it's not all players deciding who they want to play with for that anymore. So, yeah, yeah. How is that? I mean, obviously, with those rumors that you just said, you know, you hear rumors, you don't know what's gospel and what isn't. But ultimately, you know, it seemed maybe from your from your point of view that four v four was going to be a realistic thing this year. Um, and I'm assuming you might have had inklings of that for a while. Mentally, yeah. how does that affect you throughout the year? Because obviously, you're competing in five v five. You're going into champs five v five. Does that kind of put an extra drive on you to try and solidify a spot? Or I mean, how does that affect you mentally in game? 
Um, so it was always at the back of my mind, obviously, like knowing that they're cutting it down. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, not to be like a to go back, like at the start of the year, ah, uh, I barely got in a team. Like, I, it was five v five with unlimited like ten sub spots. Yeah. Or five after like the initial five, and I could I could barely get in a team. Like, I was I was asking Toronto, I was asking Paris, I was asking New York, I was asking everyone, and I couldn't even get a team. Yeah. Not even a sub, not even a sub spot in some of these teams. For some reason, like last year, my stock just took a big hit as soon as I was subbed out, and obviously I didn't really do much at the champs. So my stock just took a big hit, and I couldn't even get in a team. So obviously, my my main drive was knowing that I played Toronto, and that was one of the teams that didn't want me at the start of the year. And then I found out when we lost to them because the thing, like, so that was my file, Toronto, and then we played Paris, the file, because I wanted to beat them, and then I had New York again. I wanted to beat them, and then we had Toronto again. It's literally all the three teams that literally told me no yeah. at the start of the year, which is fair enough. Like, I'm not saying I deserve the spot. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, I try to say, like, listen, I'm going to do bits this year. I was telling them that. They didn't listen. And then, obviously, I, I played all three of them in a row, and I was yeah. just like, this is it. I kept saying to my team, this is, this is meant to be. This is it. We wanted to beat New York so bad. They were talking so much shit in scrims. Yeah. Then you had uh, Toronto, who just won the event, Europeans on that team. Yeah. That it was meant to be. Like, for us to... To do bits of chat, it was just there, it was written. Like everything was just lined up well and I yeah. was just yeah. That was like right. the fire for me. Yeah. That was the fire for me to beat those teams. Obviously I wish we could have went further, but um like um, I said we weren't we weren't in the yeah. best spot. But. Mate, top four is huge. Regardless of what anyone says, top four is fucking huge, man. That's huge for UK, do you know what I mean? In terms of UK talent and representing like and I, I think that like I do think we've had UK talent on the map for a while, but I think that solidifies it. Do you know what I mean? I really, I really think that mm. puts like the likes of yourself and the rest of that roster like up there. As you know, these are fucking tiered, tiered players. Do you know what I mean? And guys that can yeah. really perform. Um, I mean, <clears throat> obviously talking about like how it mentally affected you as well. I, I, I can imagine it's been hard, like knowing, especially with things changing now, and you know this confirmation of four v four and all these rumors going on. One thing, like, like from a fan point of view. Um, for me, it doesn't make much sense if true and if if speculation is what it is. And let's say, let's say the Ravens roster completely gets dropped. Let's say Ravens roster, you know, negotiations don't go the way they're supposed to or they don't benefit the players the way they want them to or they don't benefit ultimately the franchises the way they want it to and uh, ways are parted. Um, yeah. For me, it's going to be rough because the roster has performed well pretty much all year. You've got a top four finish at champs and not to mention ultimately this organisation has a UK heritage do you know what I mean and I think that's what makes it so important to the fans uh, and I think it will lose a lot of UK based fans and affect its branding if we don't see UK based players on the on the roster next year yeah I, I can see that I can see why like obviously having a UK player is a big thing yeah obviously, I don't know what they're going to do like honestly I don't know like what they're actually up to like with everything they're doing but um, I can see why not having the UK players would take a hint like, take a dent in the the whole fan base behind London, but um, like I'm also on the other side. Like I, I, I look at Toronto and I feel I saw two European guys team up with an American and some, two mm-hmm. Americans and a Danish guy, and they went and won, they won something. Yeah. Like we even though we done well at champs, even though top four champs and we beat Toronto, like they still went and won their own home series. They beat Atlanta, they beat Dallas, they beat yeah. Faze yeah. and Chicago. They beat the top four teams to win an event, and they done that with obviously a, a few different. Americans, Europeans, and but Europeans have only won once. As a full four, we've only won once. Obviously, Trey was a part of that and Bans, but um, I feel like I think it should be predominantly like UK based. I feel like ninety percent, like like eighty ninety percent of the players should be on yeah, London should yeah. be like UK. But I, st- I do think that there shouldn't people shouldn't like be worried if an American or like 
some other nationality yeah, yeah. came in to play because I think it's a good mix. It's it's two different playstyles coming together and we can teach a lot. Yeah. But so Europeans have always been around each other, so like me, Brad, Scraps and I've no team of trade, but like he's been in and around that circle as well. Yeah. And we all we all learn the same way, we all adapt the same way and it's like it get it, don't get me wrong, it gets as far. Like we're always top four, top three, even sometimes second place. We're always there, we just haven't won. Now, honestly me personally, like if London went down that that route, I'd, and if I was a fan and I wasn't even on the team, I wouldn't even be like that mad about it as like a oh I want to support the UK because if they were half and half, I wouldn't mind it. Me per that's me personally. I feel like to get to get a win, I yeah. feel like that would be a good step. Don't get me wrong, Europeans, a full full European team can win. We we nearly proved it this year, we came second. Like um who was it? My parish aren't European one about. But yeah, we came second and then top four and we had a pretty good year. Like we we've proven that it can be done. Yeah. But at the same time I wouldn't be mad if like an American they wanted an American and they like mix it up kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any information as to the likelihood that we're gonna see you on the roster next season? Like are you confident we're gonna see you on a starting roster next season? Uh I would I'd say I'd, I'm confident I'd be on one, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'd say I'd, I feel like in the next week I'd say I'd, I'm confident I'd be on a roster next season. Yeah. And do you feel do you do you feel like you deserve to be? Um I know I like took my own horn and all that, but no, um, mate, like, I did listen, I started I just started in amateurs and I just put the put the work in and yeah. it took me a while to get back to where I feel like um my level is. I feel like when I run an AR like I was like, in the, the M four, uh I feel like that's my the role that I'm good at. Yeah. But like when I first joined this game was like four subs. Don't get me wrong, obviously everyone can do every role. I was doing okay with the sub, I was doing decent, but at the end of the day, if you want to do better, you need to you need to be like doing better than decent. Yeah. So um yeah, yeah. it just took it took me a while to adapt to like the sub role and it just wasn't going as planned. Obviously we were struggling a little bit, but then as soon as like the two AR thing came in, I was back in my element, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> back yeah. in there where I'd, where I want to be, how I'd understand the game, like I just I just when I'm running AR I just understand the game way more. So um I'd say just going on for the last like six months, I feel like I do deserve a spot. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm not going to be a cocky cunt about it, but it's yeah. just I feel like I've I put the work in. I've done I've done the fucking done the work in. Um. We got a decent result, so I yeah, I'd say that. I'd say I feel like a deserve think, a spot compared I've, to a lot of other players. I think something that kind of cements that as well is the fact that you turned up on the biggest stage. You know what I mean? Champs yeah. and when champs roll around, you really put it on. I mean, you put it on for the crowd, so. I say the crowd, you know, for the virtual crowd. Yeah, but yeah. yeah the virtual um, crowd back home. Yeah. You, you did it in the day, <laughs> I mean, you really showed up on on the biggest yeah. stage of all. So for me, man, I'd I'd love to, and I want to see you on the starting roster next season, um, and hopefully we still see you on Ravens. Uh, hopefully, Scraps is home, yeah. So we obviously Scraps have been tweeting. Scraps is back in the UK. Uh, Woo and yourself are still out there. I don't know about Dylan. I don't know if Dylan's still out there. Uh, Dylan's still here. He's still right. in North Carolina. Uh, Trey, Trey's home as well, which I found out today. So Trey and Scraps are back in the UK. Um, why? Like, why is it the three you are still out there, but uh, Scrap and Trey are back over here? Uh, well, obviously this is like, obviously that's their own personal business, but it's just like this one to this. I'm pretty sure this one to see family and like friends and girlfriends and stuff like that. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the main reason. Obviously, we were out here. Like they've been out here. Well, Matt's been out here a lot longer than me. Right. And um, Trey has only been here for a few months. He was in he was in New York before that, but they've not really had a chance to go home in the last year. But I was I've already been home. I was home for the first like half of the league because I was an amateur circuit. Yeah. yeah. So I I was out here and I was, I've only been out here for a few, like four months, five months, and I was like, may as well just stay for a month, get everything sorted that I need to do wherever I end up or whatever happens and then I can go home and just relax right, if I want so, to. Yeah. So kind but, um, of stick it out yeah. there, try and yeah. you know make the communications that you need to make, try and secure yeah. yourself when you need to secure. And then it's just easier out here because yeah, yeah. it's, it's the same time zone as well. It's yeah. like every, 
whatever happens, like everyone is based out in America, so yeah, going yeah, home yeah. just means I'd have to be up at like an American schedule to make sure yeah. I don't miss anything. Yeah, yeah. You've always hear it in off seasons, all it takes is one missed phone call or one missed message or yeah. something like that to for them to decide to get someone else in short notice. Yeah. But, like everyone knows in off season you need to be on job, you need to be ready to like yeah. take a call and talk to people. So being on this time zone and just you know, yeah, it makes it easier and just less stressful. <laughs> Very uh, much. Catlis has just said Wusk wanted to go home, but his bank card wouldn't let him spend over a certain amount, so he couldn't book a flight and he's waiting on the bank. I don't, I've got a feeling that's not true, mate. I don't know why. I just don't feel like Wu is having that, that issue. The I just get a feeling Wu is not having that issue. Yeah, there we go from OD. Rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling that's not going to be true, mate. I'm sure Wu's got a healthy <laughs> bank account. Um, so. Moving on with Hastro. Hastro on this week on the Bryce cast. By the way, guys, go check it out if you haven't. The Bryce cast on YouTube. Uh, Hastro was a guest this week, as was Chance. But the Hastro one was really good. It was insightful. Um, Hastro spoke on the Bryce cast about the 4v4 challenge being mainly due to player feedback throughout the year, as opposed to this whole kind of perception that people have, which is that orgs and franchises are trying to cost-cut and be efficient. Um, but Hastro believes that actually, from a lot of feedback over the last 12 months, it's mainly been due to the fact that players want the 4v4 change uh, rather than 5v5. Uh, is this true to your knowledge? Um, honestly, like I said before, like, it was more a rumour, so it could have been started by a player. For all I know, it could have been a player that started it. But I could, I could safely say, I feel like everyone in the league like, if the 20% of people weren't missing out, I feel like people would be very happy that it was 4v4. Yeah. See if they came out and said, uh, oh, it's going 4v4, but don't worry, we're adding more spots. So we're adding, I think everyone would be very happy. I feel like 4v4 is the right direction. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like, I, I don't know if the franchise has done it or not, or the players, like, I'm not 100%, so I don't want to like, stick anyone in. But yeah. like I said, I just heard rumors to begin with, and I'm if it's a rumor, it probably started from a player. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel like. Like you say, I feel like four v four would probably be in a lot of people like players once if it yeah. didn't fuck like fuck you over pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a lot of the lower tier players in the league aren't going to vote for it, knowing they might lose a spot if yeah. it was a, you know what I mean. But um, I feel like four v four, everyone would agree, it's probably the most ideal. Five v five is hectic, mate. It's so it's mental, especially yeah. in modern warfare. It was it's hectic it was to watch, like, mate. It's awful to yeah, watch. I can't imagine it is, what it's like to play. Yeah, it is, mate. Those it is fucking hectic. It is a lot going on. Don't get me wrong, we're professionals, we can deal with it, but that was a that was a lot of the mental strain this year. Because Black Ops 4 was a lot slower. Yeah. I feel like it was a lot slower. It was yeah, shoulder peaking, yeah, things like was. that. You could like play the game. I think it was fine in that game. Yeah. But in this game with the slide cans on and all that stuff and like smoke grenades and fucking making it hectic, it's just got so it was just a mosh pit and hard point for so long. It was just stack and trade, stack and trade. It wasn't hard yeah. point. It was just yeah. stack and trade, stack and trade, whoever done it better. And uh yeah, I feel like a lot of players got fed up with that. To be honest, I think four v four is way more tactical, and yeah. um, I think that's what people miss watching. I think, no, I like, agree, I feel man. like missing that big free piece, like of a actual team break instead of just people just all flying in different directions because you got five players in the map. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's my that's my take on it. It's four v four. Your preferred preference? Would you? Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was to nothing, if you just asked me four v four, five v five, hundred percent four v four. Like I played both for the last two years, five v five. Two years before that, 4v4, and I could 100% say the 4v4 is way better. And what is it that you feel is better, like, in terms of, you know, just the, the I suppose, the uh, in-game mechanics, like, what, what was it that you'd pick is just so important compared to 5v5? What do you mean, like, um... So, like, what variables is there for you that kind of make that stand out, that made that choice so easy to say, yeah, 4v4 over 5v5? Um, 
Well, one for me is the comms. I feel, I feel like COD is... There's a lot going on in in 10 minutes in a Call of Duty game. Like, other 5v5 esports is CSGO, Search and Destroy. They yeah. barely talk. League of Legends, they barely talk. That's it. I think they based it off all these... Fran- like, they must have based it off that. Like, these other franchise leagues are doing better or doing good 5v5. We should switch. Yeah. But COD is hard point. You've got 10 minutes and there's, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kills that go down in 10 minutes. Yeah. And you have to be calling out everything. It's not just like League of Legends where everyone can see everything and they can call it all out. Or CSGO where they can they have a like two minute round to say like calm here and there, but we've got ten minute hard points with ten people. Like it's it's gonna get hectic, it's gonna get messy. And yeah, I just feel like the the comms even just listening to other people's listening, it just got a bit mental sometimes. It just didn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. There's just too much shit going on in COD. No, and I then agree. even then other than that, like the Honestly, that's just the main reason for me. It's just like the way they, like the, the comms and how like how hectic the game got in the last two years. It went from World War Two, which was four v four, pre aim, play this, pinch this, take yeah, your time. Yeah. You have, you have one break to break this hill, or or you rotate and hold. But and then it went from that to there's twenty second scrap, fucking hit that scrap, like because yeah, you have five yeah. people in the map, four you rotate or three you rotate, they can hold that. Two people hit hold. It's just it was so like. There was so much shit going on at all times. Yeah. And it was, I just don't think it, it wasn't COD. Like, it wasn't COD to me. I was, I was playing something. I don't know what it was. We're just playing some shit. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what it was, mate, but it wasn't COD. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, like, what you said just about, obviously, like, the 20% thing and the loss with, uh, with the new 4v4 structure. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a bit more than 20%, isn't it, if you include subs and so on? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, you Roughly, know, anyway. do you know anything about the plans for subs? Is it going to be 4v4 and then two sub rosters, or is it going to be 4v4 and a one sub? I'm pretty sure that's up to like the, I'm pretty sure that's up to the franchise. Right. Okay. So he's... I feel like I feel like um just depending like on salary was, costs. Last last yeah last year was two. Wasn't it? it was two sub yeah it was two sub spots like compulsory for last year. Um, I don't know if it's been announced what what the cap is this, so I'm gonna like leave it out, I'm not really, like mention it, but I'm pretty sure they. I think they have said it somewhere. Yeah. But well, um, I mean... I'll leave it out just in case. But um yeah, yeah they're, they're, I'm pretty sure there's like a minimum of uh, players for the sub bench. And I I don't think it's gonna be two again. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of people this year, and a lot of people did lose out in money and yep. buying subs who they didn't use or yep. things yep. like that. So I think I definitely think franchises are going to rethink how the, yep. the whole like sub bench structure actually worked. I think um, I think ultimately subs seem to be more important when you're on an online platform. So if, I think if next year we yeah. played online, obviously you've always got the issues of internet and you know dependency and latency and ping and all these things that come into account when you're going into an online game. Ultimately, if one of you guys disconnect and you can't reconnect, there's that guy that can jump in. But I mean, for the most part, if it's a LAN year, just subs, I don't think you need to. You know what I mean? I do not think yeah. you need two subs to cover a 4v4 league, especially if it's going to be predominantly LAN, you know, if. Um, I think one more thing is that, obviously, these guys that have been on the bench all year um, have going to ultimately have felt some kind of stock loss, whether they like it or not, and whether, yeah. they, whether they feel they haven't or not, and whether they feel they can still perform. Ultimately, you know, they're not playing with the best of the best. Uh, and so how can you ever measure yourself against the best of the best and feel that you're still going to perform at the level you feel you will? Um, and so ultimately, there is a stock loss. I think we're going to see a lot of subs from benches this year very, very much struggle to even get a sniff at a sub spot next year just because of this 4v4 change. Yeah, I 100% agree. I feel mm-hmm. like people who are on the bench the whole year this year had it really, really un- tough. Like, yeah. It was very unfortunate like how it played out. Mm. Um, yeah, I... T- like, oh 
it's just the whole sub thing is because obviously I agree with it because obviously I came from a sub spot. Yeah. Like I, I was obviously, I agree with the whole having sub people, like having subs on the bench. But um, I feel like a lot of people just took it as a guaranteed cash grab. I don't yeah. think a lot of people took it as an opportunity to prove themselves. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I can't speak for everyone, but um, I just feel it looked like that a little bit. I feel like Sensor uh, touched on it a lot this year about how unfair it was, like subs not getting chances and stuff, which is also very mm-hmm. true. I feel like that has to change. If they're going to have sub players in the league, they have to have a platform to play. No, I agree. If they're not, yeah. if they're not going to give them a platform, then they, should, they shouldn't have a sub bench. Yeah. Like, um, it sounds shit because obviously someone could break a hand or someone could... Um, yeah. Like something bad could happen and you don't have a sub, so obviously you kind of need one. But at that point, you're getting some decent tier players and you're putting them on the bench because obviously the cap's coming down before we four, and then they can't really practice or get better. Then what's the point? Yeah. So I'm yeah. Ass- I'm assuming they're going to change it this year. Like that, that was one big flaw for me in the league last year. I think the league done a good job with everything. He got it online. Obviously, there yeah. was a lot of shit that happened that obviously shouldn't have happened. But I feel like they. To the big, when it got to the biggest event of the year, they kind of ironed a lot about it. It ran very well, yeah. Yeah, although that, obviously some people were getting booted. Yeah, but... <laughs> the, the one thing, like, that's that's one thing. I mean, obviously that's a variable they can't control, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, to look at Champs as a whole, production and value and just the way it was ran and how smooth it went, I think Champs was very, very, very good this year, uh, especially yeah. considering that, you know, I, I say it was very good. It was as good as it could be online, do you know what I mean? It was as yeah. good as it was going to get being on an online platform. Uh, I mean, nowadays you said in the chat that you know ultimately COVID hindered COVID hindered you this year, and they were they were lucky to get you out there last minute. Yeah, um, that's a topic on its own. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think ultimately COVID's had that effect on the entire season yeah. and the league as a whole, hasn't it? Um, I think it's a shame. I do. I think I I do sit and wonder just how how different the year would have turned out at all those different home yeah. stands and events if all of it was played on land. Do you oh. know what I mean? I can guarantee you that like, at least half of the players who come into the pro league would not have got that chance. Yeah. That is a fact. Yeah. Like no disrespect to the obviously they they came in like and they obviously done they done bits like your awakenings and Mac melts and stuff like that, yeah. but they just wouldn't have got that chance if it was on land. That's just the way I see it. Like you, you give your team more time on land, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you give your team more time to work going to yeah. events than you would going to like online events, like yeah. doing online events. Hundred percent. That's a fact. And um. Yeah, I just I feel I feel like they wouldn't. A lot of those players got really lucky this year with that, and obviously they they took it away and they they done bits because they're unreal players now, mm-hmm. like your Max and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. they're obviously gonna, they're going to be sweet for next year because they had a good year. But um, I feel like that was a that was like a blessing for a lot of players. Yeah, and obviously yeah. also also a shit situation for the people who they took place of. But yeah, but again, I feel like the people who like subbed out for them, like your enables and stuff. I don't think they'd be bad if. It wouldn't have been that bad if it was on land the whole year. Yeah, I feel like they would have got like Enable's been doing it for years, man. Like it's, he could have, he could have still done it easily. Yeah, I, agree. But I don't know. Yeah. What were your thoughts around seeing Jai Cup retire? Obviously, that was earlier this well, earlier last yeah, week, I, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, he's been he's been at the top for years, man. I don't I don't know. It's a weird one. It's like I think he knows that he's getting to the point where he's not going to be a top tier player anymore. Well, I think in his head, I, I think he was probably struggling a bit to decide because I feel like he could, he could still be in a top team. I don't think yeah. he'd be a top player, but I still think he's been in the top team for years, man. Like he's not going to just fall off. He's obviously doing something right. Yeah. But I think he just seen like, I, like I said, a lot of new players come through this year, and then obviously even last year, and then now it's four v four. So like they're bringing new players in and cutting down the league at the same time. People have to go. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like are people are people going to pick a franchise is going to pick Jake out for a two year deal. Or whatever it is, like whatever the plus, whatever it is, mm. or are they going to pick up 
Mac Melts, who's whatever age, and he's just came through and smashed the league for the first six months. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, there might be more. Probably, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a spot if he had like one somewhere. Yeah. But maybe not something he was happy with. So he may have just went. I may, I may as well just you know, retire. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's probably how it went with him. I feel, for me, I feel like it was probably his right call. Let's say with the league going down and more people coming through, I feel probably like the right call in his spot. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, talking about Melts, obviously there's been rumours today uh, and over the course of last night that uh, the NYSL roster next year is going to consist of Clayster, Zoom and Mac plus one. Yeah, that's um, what I tweet, yeah. yeah what, what do you think of that roster? Does that kind of... I mean, who would you add to that roster if you were to you know, pick someone up and Mac. drop them in there? Clayster, Zoom and Mac. It has to be a sub. I think. Who'd... I don't even know, you know. That's something that all the good subs of like all the rumored rosters anyway. Most of them are like on those rumored rosters. I don't even know because like the bottom, the bottom half of the league was like just was really bad this year. Obviously not no disrespect. Like, they were just weren't that consistently. They just weren't that good. Like your your Seattle's and Paris and stuff like that. Like the the sub players on there, I don't know if it would fit that. They just wouldn't be good enough to team with someone like Clay though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, honestly, I feel like they go for like a younger player. Like they have to. I think Clay's like whole. Thing for the last two years is picking up these question mark younger players mm. and making them champion like yeah make, make them win chips so i feel like they have to do that obviously they're doing that with mac don't be wrong they're doing that with mac already you can obviously he's probably why but i think if they get another one in there with zuma as well i think that'd be a, i think that'd be a good team if like, you were if to got like a young gun then if you were to pick three players now and speculate as to who you think it would be like if you had to name three subs and try and hope that you've got one of them right who do you reckon it is they're going to chuck into that roster. I'd, I'd, I'd need to see the list, you know. I can't even, I can't even rack my brain to think of subs. So, like, well, I've just if, if you can think chat. of any, just list. Wait, so, let me see the chat. Priester uh, might get left that's phase. That's why he was rumored to like. But he was rumored. Oh, I know yeah, he's been honestly, man, I can't yeah. see, I can't see Priester being a free agent. Like, he, uh, obviously, that. Um, what about Sibilance? See, Sibilance is. I think he's got a lot of potential but he has a lot of controversy around him yeah, with, like does. how he acts yeah yeah like, I, think, I think he knows that himself a lot of people know that i don't really know the guy but um i feel like he, i feel like he has a talent he just needs to like get his head down a bit and just actually focus on playing and yeah. instead of being like the, the personality and just trying to get in a big team i think he has a skill for it but um yeah. like i said with the league going down this year i don't see him getting that chance this year yeah, yeah. but does it mean he's not going to get a chance during the season or next year yeah so um for someone like him i'd obviously just say keep grinding because it's coming but just don't act like an idiot, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like that's all I could say. Um, but like subs who could join, like I don't even know. Like um, does one put Minnesota? God. Um. Honestly, it's a hard question, mate. Because I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know who would who would fit that role well. I'm trying to think of like, Americans. Maybe someone like um. Well, like, Asim's a decent player. Yeah, like, Asim. Like, yeah. I pass. Don't matter. I don't think obviously deserve to be because that's going to be a good team. That New York team. Yeah. That is going to be like a good team. If Clay's on it, it's going to be good. I feel like if they just had someone who's going to go in there and just like throw a life, not throw a life, but you know, I mean, just be that entry player. I think he's yeah. like a. That's what they're missing in that team. Because Zuma's like fast and stuff. But I don't, he's not an entry player. Do you know what I mean? He's he's more like a. Let me go to shoot him in the back. Yeah, <laughs> let me yeah, go yeah. that way and do that. Let yeah. me go this way and make a smart play. But um, yeah. I think that. I, yeah, I think someone like Asim, someone like that. I don't know if it would be him, but like someone like him, just fast and aggressive and. Yeah, just an entry player, pretty much. So where would you, I mean, let's say you don't, for some reason, end up on Ravens next year, right? 
who would you like to play alongside and what franchise would you prefer to be under? And this is completely saying that, you you know, for some reason so you're if, no longer playing the Ravens. Yeah. If London aren't in a league, let's just say if London aren't in a league, who would I want to join? Yeah, there, there you go. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, so if London weren't in a league, who would you want to play with um, and alongside? Uh, I mean, if the, the obvious one is Chicago for a franchise. Yeah. Obviously, but like being, obviously, that's not realistic because obviously I have a lot, but realistic out of the way, I'd say Chicago... Honestly, Clay, yeah, and Clay, Clay's a solid, solid, like solid player. Yeah. Um, what else do you want? Honest one, Sim. He's Sim Clay good. and Selium. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I reckon they're like off off the last two years, man. Selium's that guy is something else. Yeah, I honestly he think he's honestly that off last year and the year before. I think he's been the best player. Like mechanic, everything. I think he's the best player. I don't care. I, I think that guy is the best player in, in the game. Like what? a year after year, I think he's better than your Sam Pabizi, Short Sale. Them, I think he's really? Selium. I would give him the number one for me personally. But do you agree with Shots to get in the MVP call for this year? For the whole year, no. I feel like honestly, I've not looked at the. Like, I can't remember every like game and stuff like that. But I'm assuming they've done more research than me to like do that. Was it yeah. fan voted or was a? Oh, good question. Uh, I'm not too sure if it was fan voted or if it was decided by um, by the league. Maybe someone in chat will know, but I'm not too sure to be honest. Um, I mean, well, I would, what would you pick? Salium. Yeah, Salium. Okay. I'd pick Salium for the. I'd pick Salium for the best. I just think he's the guy who was running a sub, he ran an AR, he ran a flex, he's done everything, he's done it to a high level. Like, I think that guy who's he said he can do everything, and he's yeah. probably the he's, he was the best player for me. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I think short season obviously was unreal, but at the start of the year he took away with a just. Yeah. Took like a few months to adjust, like into the game, and uh, that's why I, don't, I wouldn't give him like the whole year MVP. Yeah, but um, obviously champs different story, like shit like that. But like the second half of the year, but the whole year I feel like Selim's just that player, He's just so consistent. He's yeah. so good. So that's how I'd pick. But fair play. Do you feel like friendships are kind of being? I mean, I suppose it's it's difficult with with this whole change and this four v four change, and you know, so many FAs and so many roster announcements and speculation. There's got to be a lot of testing kind of testing waters on these relationships between players and friendships, especially yeah. in times like this, especially when Ross has seen to be literally completely rebuilding in some parts. Do, do you kind of feel any strains of that or? I mean, it's like, it's, it's just a bit, end of the day, it's business, isn't it? It's like, yeah. um, don't get me wrong, you, you obviously get friendships and you make relationships with people in, in gaming, but end of the day, you're, you're both there for a reason. You're both mm. there to compete. I don't, I don't see like the personal side of it. If it, like if something like I got like wreck last year, that's the best way I can say it. The last year wreck I got dropped, uh, subbed out. Yeah. And um, I was chilling with the guys every day. Like I was, obviously I was in the same house. I could have went home. I could have done anything. But they were my mates, and obviously I, we all got along. So I decided to stay there. Yeah. So I don't see the personal side. Like if you get dropped, you've obviously been dropped for a reason. Obviously it might not be the reason. It might not be a good enough reason for you. But at the end of the day, they feel like they can be better without you. Yeah. That shouldn't be an insult. Like you could be better somewhere else. It doesn't. They're not saying you're dog shit. Obviously, there might be situations where people do that, but they're not. Your, that's not friends. So, but like, straight on relationships and that. Yeah, but end of the day, man, we're, we're all here to like win. So I don't know why it's taken so so personally. But yeah. again, that's also why the COD scene fries because there's so much drama. <laughs> yeah. That's why, and a lot of it comes down to like, the roster changes and all that shit. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. turn that away because it is funny. It's good to see because it, it is funny in the timeline. But um. 
yeah, it's not really, right. not really for me. I just see it as business. It's like I said earlier, wasn't it? It's like Rab, you know, Rab at the minimap. I'm surprised. I don't know how he's keeping up, but Rab's putting up four or five up. I swear, four, you know, I'm sure the guy's <laughs> probably touching four uploads a day at the minute. He's, uh, he's overwhelmed with information, do you know what I mean? And obviously, he's trying to keep up with everything and then constantly trying to report it and get it out there. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, uh, I, I'm sure that guy must be making a video. And as he's making a video and editing one, there's more information coming out and he's starting recording yeah. that one. And it, you know, I can't imagine, I mean, with the, for me, like I saw a comment earlier about this. I think Rab said it. I think he thinks this might be the most hectic it's been, and I think I'd agree. I mean, looking over yeah. the last five to six years and roster changes and you know roster manias, they're usually quite silent, and the changes happen in short bursts and yeah. they happen, and it's ah, kind of well, rolled up. But right now, it's it's so everything's so public and people open. Are getting, yeah, people are getting squad wiped. Like yeah. <laughs> people are getting dropped by numbers. Yeah. They're, they're not even yeah. getting dropped one, but it's literally they're getting dropped by like groups like yeah. they're like yeah they're all fucking gone all right and okay move on then there's rumors of that team getting players and then our team then tomorrow and our team's dropping yeah like i said because of like that whole the 14 thing where like things need to be decided by uh, i feel like everyone's just moving moving around like internally like sorting some stuff yeah and then, obviously yeah, yeah. that's why you're seeing it happen all so like you're gonna get all this now and then in the 14th it's going to be free agent in mania it's going to be everyone fucking trying to get the last spot so it's left yeah. and yeah 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 I mean, obviously, there was a lot of... I don't know if you saw the clips from uh, Temp, but Temp was on the stream chatting a lot of yeah, shit, I wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear I didn't hear what he was talking about. I just heard he was on there having like a... It was, basically, it. It was basically saying, I haven't had a single... I haven't had a single fucking offer, not even a sniff. He's like, I wouldn't mind. He's like, but I can't even get a fucking reply. Uh, I think oh that, yeah, I think that's... I've seen that. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you brought it back. I remember it now. Yeah, he's like, I can't even get a fucking reply. Yeah, he jokes, wasn't happy. Man. That guy's hilarious. He's funny, but he wasn't happy at all. He's like, I can't even get a damn reply. I was really, really funny. I remember, I re yeah, I remember seeing uh, eventually late in that stream. He said, "Oh, we've got one. We've got yeah, one." We, you like, looked at his screen. You see him look at his monitor. He's like, "Oh my god, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's funny. I'll yeah, give him that. The guy's fucking man. makes me laugh. So. Looking back, obviously, on the competitive year of Modern Warfare, um, I say competitive in very loose terms. Uh, looking back on the year of Modern Warfare, <laughs> has this been the worst comp card in your opinion? Um, say what say what you will very carefully, by the way. Obviously, but yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm even I'm just thinking, is it the actual worst? Because honestly, look, I think IW was bad. I wasn't a fan of IW, but I do think Modern Warfare does take cake like it's not it was just a squad sponsor for me man that yeah. was it it was too there was too many shit there was too much shit going on there was like there was five players in the map there was five enemies in, or ten players in the map five five e5 and you've got squad spawn so if one guy's at that side of the map drags that spawn but if you have a guy at that side of the map and a guy at this side of the map then it's a 50 50 yeah and it should, there was no consistency in it just it, that's what pissed me off the most it's like we'd be playing and i'd be like i'd be like dom did you what happened there and he's like oh mate he just spawned there and I'm like, all right, sweet, cheers, mate. Fucking fantastic, like, great stuff. Like, we can't even do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's just stacking trade. So, I mean, yeah, like, no no direct deaths. Like, obviously, I, we were pretty good at the game and stuff, but yeah, but fucking being a competitive game, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you feel would have made it better overall? I mean, obviously, it's easy now with hindsight, do you know what I mean? And looking at the back of the year, but um, if you were to pick kind of one key thing that needed implementing that would have just made the game a lot more bearable and maybe enjoyable to play, what would it be? Um, I'd have to stick to the squad spawns thing. I think if they had traditional spawns, like, I feel like the game is playable. I think it's really good. I think it'd yeah. be a lot better. 
not yeah. really good. I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Because I think Search and Destroy wasn't that bad. I, I like Search and Destroy. I think it was pretty like it was pretty tactical down to a, to a point. Yeah. Like I feel like it was that was a game where I think people probably liked the most because it was still like Search and Destroy. Not much had really changed. It, you kind of got dead silence whenever you wanted. Like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad, but it was. It, I enjoyed Search and Destroy. So I'd say to make respawn better, I'd say squad spawns if they weren't in a game and it was just traditional. Like hard point spawns, even like CTF, I feel like the game would be a lot better. I feel like it would have calmed down a lot, and it would have been more, better to watch, better to play. That's yeah, that's a, that's the main thing for me was the the spawn system. Yeah, I agree. One thing I was thinking earlier was like obviously we look at the likes of because um you know I don't know if you saw all the things with uh, Rogue Company and Doctor Disrespect designing a map for them. You know, I mean he designed the map yeah. for the game. One thing I do wonder is why. As a collective, there isn't. I mean, obviously, there's there's been talks recently about a possible players' union happening, but I just don't understand. I mean, is there ever any contact between, you know, the developers of Call of Duty and yourselves as professional players about developing maps and having input on maps and you know just having some creative input for it? Because I feel that's something that's completely untapped that should happen. I feel like if there's anyone yeah. to design a, a map for a competitive game, it would be the people that play the games competitively. Yeah. It's like they have. Like, honestly, I'm not up there on like that group yeah. of people that deal with like the communication with Activision or anything. But I do, I do know like I they do. I think they have asked in the past, but I don't think they've directly said, "Oh, can you build a map?" Or can you tell us how to build a map? I think it's more like we're building this map. How does does it look? How does like, it or, yeah. or or more like how does it flow? Is like should it? Should it be feeling map? Should it be four? Should it be this? Should it be that? I yeah. think they've. I think they've. I, I could, I'm pretty sure they've, they've asked that before. I'm pretty sure I've heard that from other players that that is something that has went in like the the talks with them. But again, end of the day, the map, the map is a lot in it. So they're obviously yeah. designing a map for. Yeah. That's just the problem. They're, they're building maps for like casual players as well. Yeah. So they're trying. They're trying to meet in the middle. That's the problem. It's like I feel like if um if COD just went and took a D two and just made a competitive game, I feel like it would be unmatched. Oh, I feel yeah. like if they if they got Vonderhaar, I don't care who else, <laughs> they got Fonda and whoever he wanted to go and build a game for competitive Call of Duty, I reckon it'd blow up. Yeah. I reckon it would smart you come on the game, there's rank play there, like there's everything you need to be like, for competitive, like it would blow I reckon it'd blow up. I think it would personally. Yeah, I agree. But, I agree. But they obviously they're the businessmen, they know what works for them, but just from a competitive standpoint, like if that happened, that would be that'd be uh that would the scene would thrive a lot. Yeah, yeah. So create a code beta. Obviously, there's been a lot of bullshit on Twitter over the last kind of week, but just over a week about this creator code shit. Uh, you know, the locks of yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Nufo? Gen G Nufo got one. Yeah, so, like yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, I saw the controversy in that one. The locks of Scumpy uh, didn't get one. <laughs> Um, what are your thoughts around that? I mean, me personally, like I've 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 played COD for. I mean, how old am I now? Twenty six. When did when did COD three come out? Would have been two thousand and five. Yeah, taking it back though. I think it was two thousand and five. So I was eleven. I was eleven slash twelve when I started playing COD. Uh, so going back like fourteen, thirteen years. Um, I've played COD forever, and I first heard the scump in. 2011, I want to say, 2010, around that time. Yeah. It would have been 2011, I think, because 2010 was I started watching, watching Hex. So it would have been 2011. Uh, and, you know, like, watching what Scump's done for COD as a whole and the way he's, you know, he's built himself into the name that he is and Scump as a brand, ultimately, and him as a player, you know, he's huge and he's done so yeah. much for the franchise. 
I mean, they'd shot both at them. Yeah, literally and him Hicks, and Nate shot. Hicks, yeah, yeah. And Hicks. So. And to, to to watch, to watch like the locks of him scarf scump, you know, like Heavens just said, Pomage, for example, you know, like those sniper yeah. videos. Yeah, I spent so many hours watching his pile. Yeah, I watched them all. Do you know what I mean? Everyone watched them. Yeah, everyone watched them. Everyone sat watching these videos, and then to see these guys not even get a a look in, but uh, we're seeing people that are pretty much not even cod related, just get creator codes for a game. Um, I mean, I find that bizarre. I really do. <laughs> I find it yeah. absolutely mental. Honestly, like, I feel like they have to have something planned for yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, they, yeah. obviously, it's something that they can't say and they haven't told them yet or something. I don't know, but I haven't seen them tweet about it recently, so maybe they have, but I, I can only imagine that they have something like that for the fucking names in Call of Duty. They deserve it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I feel like that was a rock. Whatever happened there, I feel like it was a, a miscommunication. I feel like something wrong had to have happened. I don't think that was, right. okay, let's, let's leave... Scump, Nade Shot, and all the Pomage, and all these big, yeah. big COD supporters out, and let's give it to these these streamers who aren't really investing in COD yeah. as much as them. Yeah. Um, that's the way I see it. I don't know if anything else has come out since then, but I feel like it had to have been just a miscommunication. I feel like they just have to like have had something else planned for them down the line, which gets them that or something. I don't know, like gives them that code, but they, yeah, yeah, they just didn't give it at this time because they were giving it to streamers. I, I don't know what it is, but so, I feel like something wrong had to have happened. There's no way they just thought. They sat down at a big table and said, yeah, okay, let's give all these codes to all these different streamers, but let's leave out these guys. Yeah, That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I agree. Yeah. Oh, Dave just said in the chat he was rocking a COD team in 2003. Wow. <laughs> of course it was. He's, he's an OGM. <laughs> I, don't think we could use, I don't think we could use creator codes back then, mate. It was more like, yeah, more, more like Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Morse code, yeah. He so, probably knows them. <laughs> he probably knows Morse code. Yeah, so Cold War. Uh, we've seen some leaks over the last week. We've seen, you know, bits yeah. and bobs on Twitter. The 2 minute 20 video uploaded from here and there. Or I think it's from, is it Doggy's Raw that the clips were took from? Yeah, um, yeah. He, fu yeah, he, fucked, uh, he, up, he sure. fucked up big time there. Uh, I'm sure he's feeling the repercussions of that. But yeah. Obviously, we've seen some Cold War leaks. So, for me, personally, I mean, there's a lot of people going, blah, 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 it's this, this, this. I look at it and think, I literally can't even make an opinion because, like, one, it's a fucking poorly lit map. That's the first thing I'll say. Fix the contrast. The contrast is shit. Yeah. Um, but two, like, we're barely seeing anything. Yes, we're seeing slight edges of movement. Yes, we're seeing certain lanes. And yes, we've seen one or two weapons. But for me, it's just not enough to even give a slight opinion on the yeah. game or how it's going to play. Um, how do you feel from what you've seen so far? Does it excite you, or do you so, feel there's not enough? So the see the video that you're talking about is yeah. that the one that recorded on the iPhone? No, it was a two minute twenty video um, of uh, I believe it was Doug running around on a on a on a hotelish looking map. It was like a kind of a I don't know I don't know what the map yeah, was called. I was going to say like I, I haven't played it, but I have seen some like gameplay and. Um, mm. Honestly, I, I I think that the recording, most of this recording, talking about, I don't, I didn't notice that the contrast thing. I didn't really notice that at all. Yeah. I think that might have been like a recording thing. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, I've not played it, so I can't say like if it feels good or not. But um, yeah. I've seen some clips like that aren't on Twitter and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, honestly, my it looks, it looks more like COD. It, there's not going to be much movement. Like, there's a slide. I've seen a slide there, mm. but it looks like very. It looks. Like it's not really going to be abused. Like you can't really yeah. stop it, or mm -hmm. anything. You just slide and you stop, and you, you then you move. Um, so I feel like that's a big win for me. I feel like movement abusement, like, is is annoying in COD. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's like if if you figure something out and you abuse it, go on. But it's just yeah. I just I don't like the fact that people obviously like it's just not COD. You're just you try to like 
abuse a game and try and get an advantage, which is obviously fair enough, but I feel like this slide thing is a big win. That's the main thing I take away from it. I didn't really look at the gun or anything, just like see how the game played, like the movement and that. I feel like it's going to be more more like Black Ops 4, World War 2 type thing. I feel like it's going to be more, definitely way more like slow. Yeah. I can't see it being fast paced like like this year anyway. Yeah. I think that I think that's a win, especially in four v four. So yeah. that's what I can take away from it. I feel like uh, the movement and stuff like that. I feel like I'm happy with as yeah. long as I'm not bringing some broken slide cancel bullshit like this yeah, year. Yeah, and it's, yeah. yeah, just breaking cameras left and right. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, that's I mean, what I take away from it. What are you? What What's your biggest hope for in Cold War? I mean, what was it you'd love to see the most in terms of the game? I mean, whether, um, whether it be maps or a more diverse gun selection. See, I don't mind the... I mean, I, lie, I, was, I was literally just a bit of a lie there. I was going to say I don't mind the, the gun selection, <laughs> but that's a lie. I prefer I do prefer games where you have like more different guns. I feel like that should be... It seems they're like learning like to break a movement. I think it just should be like using different guns. Like they yeah, have, yeah. I feel, I feel like guns... What was the game? Black Ops 3. I know it was a pick band system. Obviously, it was a bit different. All, a lot of the guns that people use were viable. Oh yeah, Ma- because because, it, because they used them. They used them a lot. Man of War. Man of War was. Yeah, yeah. So you had like the Man of War, the HBK, yeah. M8, like yeah. the other other boss gun, like and any yeah. like four subs that people use. I think that was why COD was so like why competitive was so good in that game. Yeah, I feel like that's why it was just it wasn't obviously there was movement and shit like that, but I mean people tried other guns because it's a pick and ban system. Yeah, yeah. And eventually it got to the point where people were using those guns over the more dominant M4 because yeah, they were just yeah. better with it. And that just took, it just put different levels to like different players. Like it was, oh, you, this guy's good at this gun, but he's good at this gun and they go yeah. head to head. And it just, uh, instead of everyone having the same gun just over and over again, like even World War Two, you had three guns in a 4v4 game. So you had three people running different guns. Yeah, And I liked that. But in this game, at some point you had one M4 and like four MP5s. It was just shit. No, I, I, know, I, know, I know people like that, but I don't personally. I feel like it should be of writing it make it keep it interesting and stuff but yeah i feel like i feel for the new game that was something i'd want in it like a diverse and like viable guns yeah i feel you mate i feel that'd be that'd be something i'd be like like to see all right i got one more i got one more little question for you so i mean this is going to be pretty much from well realistically this looks like it's going to be the longest off season yet um yeah. november release for cod the season won't start until you know like we said earlier possibly it's going to be a realistic sure. late january yeah. possibly early february start for the season that's I if, assume so yeah you know, oh at least with assume so yeah um what kind of effect does that have on your competitive nature and i mean and what are you doing to kind of fill your time honestly like i'm going on holiday man i've not had a holiday in ages i can't wait to go on a holiday like i've going? not had one in so long it's just obviously with covid it's going to be hard but i don't even yeah. care it's just go somewhere Chill out with some friends and just relax and do what you want. Instead, yeah. it's just so obviously we just finished like a stressful year of COD and we're all talking about oh champs is done, we don't need to stress, blah blah blah. And then straight into like an off season fucking negotiation, like people are all fucking trying to get players and different teams. And you're you're thinking, am I going to get a team? Is this player thinking he's going to get? It? So no one can actually relax unless you're like a fucking top yeah. top ten percent or like yeah, like, no you can't relax yet until like another week or so. Yeah. So like I feel like I feel like having that longer release date like that push back i think it's a good thing for players i feel like people need a mental reset reset after this year yeah, yeah. i feel like people especially covid i feel like me personally like i'm at some point in this off season i'm going to i'm going to turn off my phone for a good week and not do one thing related and just not and just relax and reset for the new game i don't i feel like it. a lot of people would fucking yeah. would uh, benefit off of that yeah i agree i agree very much so does od yeah 
I agree. I, don't, I think that's. I think it's needed. I think social media, especially, not even in just in terms of the game. Forget the game. Like just general outside factors at the minute, mate. Social media is not a very good place to be lately. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not- where are you going to go on holiday? If you had to pick somewhere right now, where are you going? But if pick or where I'm planning on going. <laughs> no, go on. yeah, go on. Pick pick somewhere if you had an unlimited budget. Pick somewhere. Right. Unlimited budget. I see. <laughs> Fucking hell, where would I want to go? I know where see, I'm, I'm going. Not... You go. You see it first, but I think go on. I'm going to Fiji. Oh, you're nice. Uh, see, you, you've brought it on to me now. I feel like I would go to. Um, you've seen the. The Bora Bora things are the, the hottest yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Like yeah. the clear blue fucking scene. You just do whatever yeah. you want. I, I reckon yeah. if I had unlimited funds, I'd buy a few of them for a few of my mates and we'd just buy them <laughs> there, have a few drinks, yeah. get drunk, have a laugh, and then, yeah, that's probably what I'd do. Like, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> probably, there's probably a better holidays than that, but I'm I'm going I'm going solely for yeah. relaxation. No, it sounds good. I'm that's, never... that's what I'm going for. Socko, the other Scotsman in my chat has just said Dundee, so ignore uh-huh. him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that one, mate. I don't know. <laughs> right, that's some more questions for you, mate. Um, guys. I'm really grateful for everyone that's tuned in today. Obviously, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. It has been three off weeks, but as I say, many people have been busy. It's been difficult to get a schedule kind of popping again. Uh, we're back in full swing now. I've got Martin Boyle, who is a uh, Hibs. Is it Hibernian or Hibernian? Uh, professional yeah, Scottish footballer. There you go. He's coming on, on Tuesday. <laughs> I've got Trey from Royal Ravens on Thursday. And then on Friday, I've got a duo cast with Rambo Ray and Shotzi from Dallas Empire to talk over the champs win and all things with them and the roster. Um... Any shout-outs I've done this episode, so a quick shout-out to Bryce Cast. Go check that out on YouTube. Uh, I did mention his podcast with Hastro. Go check that out. It is really good. It's very insightful. Uh, and go check out Tactical Rab on YouTube. I have referenced him two or three times with this podcast. He makes literally the most up-to-date content you can get for anything competitive, COD-wise. Uh, and he covers pretty much everything. I'm, I'm surprised the guy's still got hair right now because he's putting out content <laughs> faster than anything I've seen. But yeah, um, and finally, a big thanks to you know the Scottish man that is Shawnee Cod. Uh, I hope to see you on the Ross next year, mate, and I hope to see you on Ravens more than anything. But if you're not, um, and you're on a different one, I wish you all the success, and I hope that you continue to see the money rolling in. That's all I can say. Appreciate that, mate. And likewise to you, hopefully your podcast starts uh, kicking off again. Like you like said, man, you, you, are, you are good at this. So yeah. just, I'm grateful. You've, like say, you've got a packed schedule now. Yeah. Just my off-season schedule, innit? Like everyone's looking to get on podcasts and talk about the last year and stuff. Yeah. Like just, yeah, I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. I've got him. Right. I like your background though. I want to see that. I like, I like the background. Mate, you know what I mean? I've got, I like it. I like God of War though. I'm, I'm, mate, I've got him tattooed on my chest. Have you seen it? Yeah, go on. I've not seen it. Look. Fuck oh, you now. You were crazy. I've, I've got him tattooed I love that. there. I've I love him, that. I've got him tattooed there swinging his axe. I've got him tattooed in the middle of my chest there. And then I've got his son here shooting the arrow. I've got to get it finished. I was literally booked in for like a, I think it was a six hour sitting uh, in, I think it was like the third week of March, just as lockdown hit. Yeah. And I was going to get my chest finished because in the middle I've got a big troll and the troll's like just up to the top of my neck here and it's like yeah. one of the big horn trolls and he's yeah, swinging yeah. the axe at the troll and the boys leaving back to the arrow. And I was meant to be having that finished but obviously I've been completely put on hold. And now my tattoo I rate is, that. Yeah, he's not available until fucking the end of October. So, it's, you know, it's looking pretty bleak at the yeah, moment. Yeah, tattoos for you now. If you don't, get, if you don't yeah. meet your appointment then you're kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Again, mate, really grateful. Thanks for your time. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Always. Adios.